Welcome to today's Pastor's Roundtable, where we'll discuss Sunday's sermon. Hey, hey, hey. West. welcome. Good to welcome. see you guys on Facebook Live Roundtable Ooh. Edition. Ooh. Yeah. This is like our Pastor's Roundtable. We're special edition this week. Today. Yeah. Special this edition. Special this is edition. Be big time. So you need it to is. tune in. No hey. guests today, just the normal three. Yep. Three right. Amigos. Right. Uh, thank right. you guys for tuning in. Missing Mauricio today. Yes. Uh, and, and for those of you who can mm-hmm. only tune in for just a moment, mm-hmm. we know how valuable this roundtable is to you. And so we are recording it, and it's going to be a podcast. podcast. A podcast. So yeah. be looking forward to those yeah. deets coming up. But mm-hmm. uh, as we get into just a little, did you say little deets? Deets. Oh, okay. Deets. Deets. Little four one one. Oh, gotcha. For those who actually used mm-hmm. to use the rotary phone, gotcha. you can dial four one one on a landline okay. and get information. So All that's right. information. So, so we're no longer valid. That's that's okay. Yes. Anyway, so Mo- moving along. Uh, moving along. Here's a question. <laughs> <laughs> like I was sitting this morning in the house thinking, why am I so like melancholy? It was a big weekend. It was right, good. Right. But You're tired. Yes. But it's okay. But I think the melancholy has come from a lack of vitamin D because the sun has been missing for like a that's week. True. Oh, that, that's, that's true. That's true. So I think so for you guys, weather wise, like, do you guys like the cold? Like the, I mean, what, you know, in Oklahoma, we have to just embrace extremes. Right, but like I, I think, think spring is my favorite time of year because I yeah. think the uh, spring you're ready to get outside. It's my birthday around the springtime. Oh, yeah. uh, it's it's not too. Is this hot. really about your birthday? It I do like rain. when's your birthday? What's the date of your I, birthday? I, I do like no, rain okay. in in warmer weather. So I, I like yeah. the spring when it rains. Well, yeah. and then everybody's cooped up in our house, and it's like. I was gonna, yeah. Spring, I, had to come, right. I had to come to work. Spring is my favorite time of year. Yeah, yeah. I'm partial to spring, but the uh, tornadic yeah. activity oh, yeah. in this mm-hmm. part of the country, mm-hmm. uh, I not, like not, that, not so big. Of, I'm not mm-hmm. such a. You big don't fan like watching the news. Uh, no. no, not after some of the May third and May. Yeah, yeah. that's that's, that's unfortunate. True. Well, that's yeah. been unfortunate. Yeah, so. but no, no, uh, don't we like don't want to end on a yeah downer. Yeah, but. Uh, yes, so, I love I love the weathers. I just do not like cold. And yeah. So I've been melancholy. Yeah, not a big fan I think of I need cold. more vitamin D. Okay. I look a little pale. Yeah. But good we can actually uh, take care of that. There okay. are stores that sell vitamin sell D. Sell light. Oh, vitamin yeah, D. They do okay. that. They do that. All right. Yeah. Moving on, Kyle. Yes. Mm-hmm. So lead us through hey, some uh, so, um, discussion. We uh, started a new series this week um, uh, on treasure on, – on, on 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 the uh, treasuring God, treasuring God, and um, thank you, Pastor. No problem. And the scripture uh, emphasis was from Second uh, Corinthians, chapter nine, verses six through eight. And I just want to read. Actually, I'm going to kind of start <coughs> toward the end and um, read verse eight. It says, "God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times." You may abound in every good work. And that's really, honestly, it's a mouthful. Um, and if you're like me, you you kind of need to see something to really think through it. Um, but, uh, and, I, and even though we're on FaceTime Live, I'm going to read it again. God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. Um, 
Could you just walk us through that? We did. We uh, we didn't get to this verse okay. in the sermon because we had so much to do with six and seven that we didn't actually um, get to even talk about this okay. because there was so much there. But I, I included it in the reading because it is so profound and it is such a big promise of God. But it it's the thought process that that God's grace. By God's grace, he gives you the power to do what he wants to accomplish. So in essence, when we're talking about giving here, which we talked about this Sunday, um, do you believe, do you put your trust in your money or do you put your trust in the Lord? Because do you believe this verse right here, that God's grace in your life will give you the ability to give to where he leads you to give. Do you believe that or not? I mean, that's 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 the at at the end of the day, as, as you re- continue to read this this chapter, he he is actually the one who is supplying seed to the sower. He is actually the one who is multiplying those who give so that they can give more. Mm-hmm. So he is actually going to increase. It's kind of like the parable of the talents, the person who um, has much and 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 then God increases his talents, the person that just keeps the talent hidden away and doesn't use it. How God's not going to bless that. And so so the thought process in giving is thus. You trust that God is going to provide the grace that is needed to give so that when we do give, he actually increases our ability to give. Mm-hmm. I was. Uh, so he entrusts good. us with money. Okay. Yeah, and I and I, uh, not speaking directly to chapter eight or verse eight, but speaking more to the overall heart behind Sunday's sermon. And we were at lunch talking with several families that had, you know, come, and and some of the comments were that was the most refreshing. Uh, take on the generosity, the spirit of generosity. And two things that really stood out in our conversation was one is you address what Jesus addresses, and that's the condition of the heart. And you camped on, and I think that's central right. to, of course, all scripture. And every time Jesus dealt with something uh, carnal or uh, things of the world, he always brought it back to the heart, which which is a great way to consider how we shape our families, how we deal with raising children, how we deal with our own heart, how we minister to people, all of that. And so it went right back to the heart condition, which is the gospel as well. And uh, I think uh, someone said, I've never heard a pastor say, if you think I want your money, apply these principles in your personal life and give somewhere else. And so uh, I think it was... Uh, a very ref- the, the take that I was listening to from our people okay. was that so that 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 wasn't your answering your big or your specific no, question but I wanted to it's speak what do you I want to speak to the overall well I want to ask a question I want I, I, I think I that's good actually that. I actually no I, I really I wanted to hear I wanted to hear because I think that's a uh, I think it's deep and it's a profound pr- passage. So, because I mean, if you look at verse eight, there is so mm-hmm. all sufficiency in all things at all times. Mm-hmm. 
And in reality, we can do nothing apart from Christ, right? Right. I mean, we, we know that truth, right? We can do nothing apart from Christ. But God is able to make all a grace abound in you. There, 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 is, there is nothing apart from Christ in the will of God that he cannot give us grace to be able to accomplish. His to be able work. to accomplish. His work. I mean, and, and again, work. it's his work. Right. Right. It's If we're trying to do it on our own, right. we won't be able to do it. If we're trying to give for a multitude of reasons that I mentioned on Sunday, if right. we're trying to give for our own pride, our own selfish motivation, our own power, our own things, right. we, we've missed why we're giving. So, so if we're giving joyfully, if we're giving generously, and um, we're led by the Lord— Mm-hmm. And we're we're following His will. We're seeking the kingdom, um, and we're walking with the Lord, and we're in step with the Lord. We're in the Spirit. We can be certain that as God is working out mm-hmm. His plan in us, He is going to accomplish His will through right. us. That's right. what I see in this. Right. So, um, how do we distinguish uh, what we see here? from the false doctrine of the prosperity uh wealth uh health and wealth gospel which is which is you know i didn't even really mention that much in the sermon because i wanted people to understand the biblical process of giving but i'm going to mention that as we as we go on in this series and treasuring treasuring god and and again it has to do with Always, it has to do with glorification of Christ, okay, or glorification of self. Okay, health and wealth gospel is you give or you you do things for the Lord so that you will be blessed. Okay, the gospel is is that you do things for the Lord so that you glorify Him because of what He has done for us on the cross. It is a response to Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. His love and His grace poured out in our life the holy spirit empowering us to do good works so there there is a major difference in the heart motivation but behind the health and wealth gospel which is that you are trying to gain treasure or status or power or health for yourself mm-hmm. rather than uh glorification of god and unfortunately false teachers are preying upon people who are so often hurting and, and, and in need and 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 that's what that's what wolves in sheep's clothing do. Right. They they prey on people that are that and they make truths with with uh, with 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 half truths. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that theology or that 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 uh, thought pattern uh, kind of uh, deteriorates when we see Christ calling us to die to self, or for many who right. have been martyred. For Jesus, right. like uh, w- if following Jesus means losing everything, right, right, you know, are you going to still follow Jesus? Right. You know, so and that's that's, that's a hard thing to consider because I think I think our our, our Western worldview, right, uh, in in light of the global impact of the gospel, right. right? So, are you gonna are you gonna glorify Christ if if God's will for your life is is to lose everything, right? Or are you going to glorify Christ if God's will for your life is to gain material things so that you can give it away? There, again, that's that's God's design and His 
what his thing, but he gives us all sufficiency in all grace in, in every area of our life so that we can perform the good work. So the thought process is if you have nothing and he takes everything from you, that you still glorify God in that. Right. If you have everything and he's given you um, treasures and, and different different material things in this world and he's blessed you immensely, that you glorify God with those things. Right. And so either way, you're glorifying God. I am not one of those guys that go, um, you know, give everything that you have and, and go just be a, a poor person on the street. Like, right. That God wants us to enjoy. Right. We want us to enjoy what, what he's given to us. And mm -hmm. so there is a sense that, man, go enjoy your life. Enjoy right. what God has given to you. But also understand that the principle is is of giving. Right. And that, that this is the Lord's. You enjoy what the Lord has given to you, but also it's his. It's his. It's his. And give that give that. Be willing to give it. So, so. let's 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 take a little bit of a different turn here. Uh actually last week I noticed our Facebook our, our face Facebook live went twenty it went about twenty minutes. Yeah. So so verse so. seven, um it said uh, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Here's a question. How do we know uh that uh, this giving Paul speaks of uh, is specifically connected, guys, to the local church rather than a random act of benevolence or another worthy cause. So, sure. you know, um, how do we know that that this this giving and, and it's tied to the local church? Someone might say, "Well, I give, but you know, my giving it's it's spread here, it's spread there, but." Uh, it, it isn't necessarily it isn't right. necessarily connected to the local church and and well, you know uh, I think ahead. you can see a pattern of that uh, I think that's where the the uh, whole council of the word helps in Acts chapter two you see the inauguration of the first church and the things they practiced the ten things they practiced were the things of Christ's command the things Christ asked them to do and one of those uh, was. Uh, extravagant generosity and it was specifically mentioned that it was for uh the building up of the believers the church and the things that uh, they were sharing to help one another out and mm -hmm. so you there is a pattern for that uh so but in particularly go ahead Kai, you're about to say something i would just say this i would say that uh I don't know if you can take this um well this is written first to the corinthians and and if you go in in the previous verses, the collection of the Corinthians in Jerusalem, they're talking about collecting for the church in this in this section. But as an overall concept, let's just say that some people will will feel like, well, this is including all generosity. I think there is some aspect of that. Even in the early church in Acts chapter two, they're giving and meeting needs of one another. Um, they're giving of the poor. They're doing these things, and but here's my here here's here's what I would say to our viewers that are wondering: Should I give to the local church? Should I give to another another place? Should I give to these things? At the end of the day, when the when you stand before the Lord, and He asks you what you know, 
what where did you give what did you what was your your money used for i want to say that my money was useful for reaching people for christ for walking them to maturity and sending them out amongst peoples and if my money is going towards the kingdom of god and increasing his kingdom which he has given that to the church to be the vehicle in which he increases his kingdom so yeah some of our churches aren't doing what we should do with our money but let me tell you one thing we at northwest want to be clear of what our mission is and what we want to accomplish and our money is going towards the mission in which god has dictated in the great commission it's good and yeah. so that that's you know my thought process is yeah you can give to the philharmonic you can give to these these other things but at the end of the day what when when all of these things are done when we're done on this earth what matters is the eternal treasures mm -hmm. And reaching people for Christ and having them walk to Jesus and helping them understand the gospel. So I'm all about the gospel to the ends of the earth. I think that's good. And I think, but uh, I think one thing needs to be said that's important is I know we've honed in on our money finances because that is a big area for us in our culture. Right. Uh, but I think you, that the heart of generosity, this idea of giving, is I'm, I've given my life, which is to Jesus, which includes. My finances. I give my time, my resources, mm -hmm. my my thought life, my family, uh, everything I am uh, is His. And you you hit on that uh, a little bit, but I think that has to be uh, understood with that lens, right? Because then, of course, under my, my heart of generosity, giving my life is my finances. Too. You, you go back right. to the baptism, right? Identity in Christ. Like what what are you identifying in baptism? Mm -hmm. Right. You're you're identifying with your death and you're raised with Christ to walk in the newness of life. You mm -hmm. have a new life. The Spirit of God now lives inside of you. You are led by the Spirit, mm -hmm. not by the flesh. Mm -hmm. And so your identity is now in Christ. Yeah, and uh you you are you are not your own. Yeah. You know. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, we are. are so end yeah, us. I, I actually have one. Up. I have one more thing. So, okay. so you're listening today. We're we're talking about Second Corinthians nine, um, six through eight, and um, we have focused a lot on giving. This passage specifically talks about the generosity, um, uh, being encouraged by Paul uh, to the Corinthians, and um, but you're in a situation where. Um, the Lord is speaking to you uh, and encouraging you to step out and to and to go on this journey um, uh, of giving and um, and but you may be saying, I don't know where to start or I, I, I feel like I want to give, but I feel very constrained or there are a lot of roadblocks in my way. And so the question I have is. Uh, to the person that um, wants to start, wants to start this journey, um, but but just doesn't quite know where to start. What are some words of encouragement we have for folks that are are are, are in that position? I would say um, begin in prayer. Begin with a time of prayer and asking the Lord what what He wants for. Um, from you in in the area of giving and uh, and I would 
I would begin there and then I would begin with looking at your finances and seeing what you're spending and what you're spending on and uh, then praying through those things and then uh, coming up with a, a figure that you're going to give of your first fruits. I'm going to teach on this as we go forward, but first fruits is, is, is a God-ordained, God-designed principle in which we give of our first fruits. We don't give of our leftovers. We give of our first fruits. And so what God has placed on your heart to give, you give from the first of what you receive. And uh, if that's 10%, that's 10%. If it's 5%, that's 5%. If it's, if it's you know, $100 a paycheck, then it's $100 a paycheck. If it's $5 a paycheck, then it's, you know, I mean, I mean, I think you start even when you're young with children, understanding the principle of your first fruits in giving goes to the Lord and Him. And build, start somewhere. Start, build, and watch God bless that in your giving and watch Him grow you in that area of your life. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good. It's good. Thank you guys for tuning in. And again, uh, a lot of content there to deal with. And sure. so, again, we mm -hmm. went a little long, but uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you Sunday, Wednesday, or next Monday. Lots going on at Northwest. We hope to see you soon. God bless.